Welcome to NIL Undressed. I'm Ryan Schockner, along with the future mayor of Football City USA, known to the public as Rock Hill, South Carolina, Dr. Cheney Robinson. Good morning. Doc, today we're going to blow into the Windy City. We're heading to Loyola University to do an in-season interview with senior forward on the women's basketball team, Satori Tannen. Satori grew up in my home state of Wisconsin, in a city, Middleton, that many people in the state haven't even heard of. So small, small city. Think Hoosiers, but in Wisconsin. She went from small town to big city and in the process of hooping and school became a YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok content creator and a member of the NIL Empower 2.0. She loves uh, to combine her passion for video creation and basketball to share her experiences in college hoops and really inspire younger generations. So Tori, hey, welcome to NIL Undressed. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me on this morning. I really appreciate it. Glad to have you on. So Tori, a lot of times what we try to do uh, initially, we hit you with some rapid fire questions. So here we go. All right. From Middleton, Population, as as Ryan's already alluded, 22,000 to Chicago with over two and a half million. Uh, I would have to say the transportation. Um, Honestly, here I'm walking everywhere back home. I was, you know, driving to driving to school um, and using, you know, the public transportation here was quite a bit of a change. But that is definitely the biggest transition difference that I've seen. Absolutely. All right, Ryan and I, we're coming to campus, right? What restaurant do we need to go to and what do we need to order? Ooh, I would definitely say Giordano's. I don't know what salad pizza you guys like, but I love a good deep dish. All all pizza, any and all. Yes, and a solid deep dish, maybe some mushroom sausage. Gotta love it. Nice. Okay. Where this 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 transition a little bit. It's game day. What okay. music are you listening? What song are you listening to before before your uh, before your games? Mm-hmm. Ooh, there's a couple different ones, um, but definitely I always have to listen to "Glorious" by Macklemore. Good, Good one. All right, season's already started, but what what what's gotten you most excited about this season, twenty three twenty four? Definitely the girls I'm playing with. I'm just excited to see our chemistry come together on the court and, you know, all the the work that we put in these past couple of months. You know, every other team is putting in a lot of work. Everyone knows that. But um, I just feel something special about this group. So I'm really excited to work with them. Cool. Very cool. All right. Listen, Cheney, I got to say, you know, we, we have all these athletes on and they talk about their, these healthy meal options. And sorry, <laughs> I've got to say, I love that you just went for it and you were real and you said, you know what, this deep dish pizza, you've got to get it. So I, yeah, I appreciate you know, it's, it's Chicago. I wouldn't want to see you guys wrong. Yeah, That's exactly. right. All right. NIL was born your freshman year. What was your initial reaction to NIL and how long did it take for you to say, you know what, I'm going to give this thing a shot? Yeah. So my initial reaction was, wow, this is really exciting. This is great. Um, Just because I had, you know, we'd heard about it, I guess, going into college. It was like 
kind of on the horizon, you know, maybe this is a possibility. Um, but then once I heard that it was, you know, we, we could actually start making money. Um, I was really excited, but I didn't dive into it right away. Um, I had been, you know, making content on my social media accounts, but nothing that was going to like reach out to a brand. So I would say it was not until the summer or I guess spring after my freshman year is when I, um, decided that I could kind of leverage what I was like doing, um, on my social media accounts and really just started to reach out to the brands myself. Um, so you were already doing some, um, you know, video posting and all that type of stuff, mm-hmm. but it was, I guess the, the focus behind it wasn't to, uh, you know, market to brands. It was, it was the reaching out to athletes and all that kind of stuff. Right. So you already had an interest in this, you were doing it, but it was now there's, there's a, another purpose in, in doing it. Yes, exactly. Very cool. and, yeah. I really figured out that I, you know, you kind of have to do the behind the scenes hustling of reaching out to those brands. You know, you don't know who's going to want to work with you. And then that um, then leads to other brands just reaching out to you instead of you having to do the work. So, well, and I think that's a piece that a lot of athletes miss, right? There's, there's the behind the scenes, you know, that's been kind of, and whether it's media or just ignorance, it's, they think that you put something online you go viral mm-hmm. and then brands reach out to you and they don't understand the the countless emails, the figuring out what brands do you want to work with? How, what ideas are you going to come? I mean, there's a lot of work that goes into a 25, 30 second video. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. And that's, you know, initially what a lot of the athletes thought. I think right as it NIL became a thing, it's like, oh, I can just post something, say brands reach out to me. But, um, you know, I think very shortly athletes realized actually, you know, there's more that goes into it than that. Yeah. Reality sunk in. Yeah. <laughs> so in the first few months, the power fives, you know, they built out resources for their athletes, but, you know, as you trickle down to, you know, mid majors, D2, D3, NAIA, those resources didn't, and maybe still haven't materialized. What did you do to get your your arms around NIL? You know, who inspired you and, you know, where did you get ideas from? Yeah, I would say that through my social media following and seeing other athletes um, from those Power Fives or bigger schools, um, I guess just watching their content, seeing what brands they were possibly working with. Um, and then, yeah, I that really just inspired me to do my own work and realize, Hey, I might not be able to work with a brand that's this size or has, you know, whichever athletes working with it that are from those larger schools. But that doesn't mean I can't reach out to brands that are maybe, you know, up and coming or trying to um, build their relationships with student athletes. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. Well, and that goes to the point too, Ryan, you, that you've made many times of you got the, Fortune 500 companies, right? But then you've got 30 million companies actually in the U.S. So there are a lot of opportunities for businesses and brands to to be able to work with. Right. So we, we've kind of hit around this a little bit. Tell us about some of the deals you've secured so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I've worked with Mula Kicks, which is a women's basketball shoe brand. Um, and they were still kind of new at the, you know, they're really... Um, 
they're doing great right now. There's a lot of press on them and it's really exciting to see uh, their growth, but I'm really happy with where I met them and was able to work with them right away. Um, I also worked with Champ Sports and did a deal with Adidas and their brand. Um, and then I actually worked with my own university and did um, a, I guess it was a branded promotion for, it was called Rollin' and Bowlin'. And they did, you know, smoothie bowls. It was kind of an on-campus place for students to get, you know, healthier meals and stuff. And I had already loved their food, went went there all the time. Um, and it actually just recently switched into a different uh, food style. So I'm not working with them anymore. But that was one of my initial uh, brands that I was working with. So, yeah. Well, yeah. and you say, you know, I mean, that just goes to show too. I mean, you you name some big brands in there, right? And yep. so it's not that these these larger brands won't work with, you know, mm -hmm. non power five athletes. They they right. will, but they need to figure out who you are. They need to be comfortable with it, and you might have to do the reaching out versus at that next level where they might be doing the reaching out. Right. Yes. So it's you've developed you've developed a passion for video creation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, was that something prior to NIL that you had a, a big interest in? Yes, it, it uh, was. I would say I've always kind of had an interest in it. Um, even since like middle school, I um, loved YouTube, loved, you know, creating fun videos or entertaining videos. And um, I guess just when I got to college and NIL was, you know, becoming a bigger deal for student athletes, I really realized I can use that passion of mine. And um, it kind of brought it back for me, honestly. I never really lost it, but through high school, you know, focusing on my sport so much, it's hard to balance that with school. Um, but I really wanted to make it more of a um, kind of a side, a side passion hustle that added to everything that I was doing as a student athlete. Well, I think that's really cool because you know, you, you think about you've, you know, you're in high school, you've got all these passions and you've got things that you're into, but you know, now the, the real world is creeping up on you. You've right. got to go to, to college. You're going to play ball in college, but you got to study and then mm -hmm. it's entering the real world. Right. And so it's, you're almost conditioned that some of these passions, you know, it was fun while I did it, but like now it's time to grow up sort of thing. And but with NIL that you were able to like, not have to get rid of that. Like you were able to, that could stay a part of you and mm -hmm. it could be, you know, you could, you could grow in that. And, and I think that's, that's pretty cool. I mean, I think that's something Cheney that, you know, even as we've interviewed other athletes, you know, that hasn't necessarily shown itself, but it's, you know, not going into that corporate grind after school and, you know, being miserable and, you know, that sort yeah. of thing. It's, you know, being able to continue to do what you really love and then, you know, figure out what that next stage is. You don't have to give it up. Right. Yeah. And I, you know, throughout college, I, I just really wanted to keep every door open um, that was possible for myself, you know, putting as much effort into my classes, basketball, um, my passion for video creation. I just really um, want to keep each of those opportunities open, you know, because you never know where it might lead you. And um, I, I really am appreciative that NIL has kept that perspective for myself and bringing back, you know, kind of that 
that youthfulness and bringing keeping myself young with you know what I was doing um, when I was in middle school. So, yeah, that's awesome. So, do you have plans on like has NIL and it may be too soon to to mm-hmm. you know find this out, but has mm-hmm. this kind of changed where you thought you think you were going to go after school? Like when you came in uh, to Loyola. Mm-hmm. You you had all right, I'm going to do you know whatever major and this is probably where I'm where I'm going to end up. Has NIL and being able to continue to pursue this passion has that now changed? Um, I I don't know if it's too soon to tell. Um, I wouldn't say it's changed just with uh, the opportunities that you know if I if I want to play continue to play basketball after college if whichever route I want to go. Um, it's hard, it's hard to say right now, to be honest, but I would like to be able to create content videos with whichever path that I take. So I I don't think I'll lose that part of it. Um, I don't know if it'll be, uh, the sole thing that I'm doing after college, but I don't think I'm going to lose it. NIL comes out your freshman year at college, right? That's Let's back that up two or three years, maybe four years, and now NIL is a thing, and you're a freshman, sophomore in high school. What would you have done more of in high school if you'd known NIL was a thing then? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a great question because right now I want to inspire those younger people in high school, um, kind of answering that question, like keep doing what you love and don't don't be afraid of what those other people or other high schoolers might think of the fun content that you're creating. Um, and I really think that it's important to remember that you're building your own brand daily um, and you're adding to your reputation. You're adding to how these other brands um, are viewing you. And once you're able to notice that at a earlier position in your life, I think that's you know, when you can say, hey, here's what I'm good at. Here's what I want my values to be. And this is who I want to be working with. Yeah, that's awesome. So as we get high schoolers, we get college athletes that are doing more posting, right? They're doing mm-hmm. video creation and all. And, and they're trying to go after this. It's got to be perfect. It's got to look a certain way and all that kind of stuff. Did you worry about making the perfect post? Um, and assuming that you did, you know, at some point, how did you get over it and just kind of put stuff out there? Mm -hmm. Um, I guess I, I never worried about it being perfect, but sometimes I would worry about quality over quantity when in, at that point in time, I needed just quantity of getting posts out there because really with posting and building your brand, it's a lot of it. A lot of it is about consistency and being consistent with your audience. And, you know, sometimes they want to see that raw piece of, you know, what you're doing daily. Um, and you don't have to edit everything, you know, and I was putting a lot of time into my, um, videos and edits and everything. And I think realizing that I can put content out there that, you know, my audience will still enjoy, but it doesn't have to um, take up a lot of a lot of my time as much. So, at what point did you realize that? Um, I would say probably my second year of 
college is when I really realized like I need to be really consistent with my posting. And I'm still working on that just with how busy my schedule is and everything. And I'd like to be able to devote more time to, you know, doing YouTube videos or, um, cause it's really, it's really awesome to look at the analytics. And I love the analytical side of, you know, the views and going into my audience, you know, what's my demographic, like looking at that side of things as well. Um, so I really, mirror right there. What was that? I said entrepreneur. You got to speak. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, I'm hoping something, you know, just got to keep with my passions. But um, yeah, that that side of it, I really think um, adds to the consistency piece. And that's when I realized I, you know, it's not about being a perfect post. It's about um, just getting something to your audience and um, giving them what they want. Yeah, I think that's um, that's a huge lesson there. And I think, Cheney, you you mentioned, you know, the entrepreneur side of things. I think there's a common theme that we see with everyone that we interview that's really doing stuff in the NIL space mm-hmm. and they understand the numbers of it. They, they understand the analytics and uh, what they have to do, who their audience is and how they can be themselves, but understanding who's the ones that are, that are really viewing this and who they're, who they're talking to. And it's that piece of it that is just seems to be the common thread between all of these, uh, all of these athletes. Yep. All right. So Tori, let's go back to Middleton. You're being recruited, but NIL is where it is today, right? As you're being recruited, how would NIL factor into your decision-making process and what type of resources do you think athletes should be looking for if NIL is an important part of their decision-making process? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess if I was in high school now, I don't think it would shift my decision choice on the college as much just because I like to look at, you know, if I was going to this school, would I still be there without the athletics and everything that's added? So personally, I don't think it would shift that much, but resources-wise, I think that um, the financial side of things and uh, teaching students how to manage their money that they're going to be making through NIL. I think that should be a high priority for student athletes um, with NIL and um, yeah, leading them down the right route of, you know, how, how to save, how to, you know, everything with credit and um, those financial side of things. So I think that should be at the top of people's list now. Yeah. And understanding, you know, how to pay your uncle, right. Uncle Sam and, and, That's, you know, the uniqueness that exactly. NIL plays into that whole tax world is mm-hmm. something that a lot of athletes, you know, if they had a part-time job in high school before college, it's not taxed the same way. I mean, you're, you're responsible for it. So yeah, that's great. So we saw a huge spike, you know, I think really this year, right. In, in women, the popularity of women's basketball, um, you know, with the tournament and uh, Mm -hmm. LSU, Iowa, and and even that whole tournament. I mean, there were some really, really good games. Oh yeah. Um, and a lot of the other, the schools we've talked to, they've seen, you know, increased attendance in female sports. Have you noticed it? Um, and you're, you know, your game one, game two is tomorrow, right? So, but yep. have you noticed kind of an uptick in attendance and um, just awareness of, of female sports, basketball in general? And do you think NIL has played a role in that? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I I have noticed, you know, just just by the visual number of people at our games. Um, I want that to continue to grow, and I think it will with, you know, this basketball season and the growth of women's basketball. But it really is exciting. You know, you look at the Iowa game that was played on the football field, um, even like the volleyball game that, you know, it's it's really inspiring to seeing women's sports as a whole grow. And um, at Loyola, I've seen it. And even, you know, a little conversation I'll be working out and someone uh, recently brought up like, oh, you know, women's basketball, like people, people need to realize like, this is exciting to watch. I'm like, yes, exactly. You know, there's, yeah, we got all <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, so it's exciting. And I think uh, with NIL and the female athletes that have been kind of the spotlight of NIL are just connected with it. Um, I think they've helped grow, grow the audience for sure for women's basketball. Yeah, I think there was a a stat that I saw a couple weeks ago where the Nebraska football had uh, television viewers was like a little over a half million, mm-hmm. but the but the Nebraska Wisconsin volleyball game had like six hundred and fifty thousand TV viewers, mm-hmm. and so it's like you look at you know football king of the hill in college athletics, and you have you know female volleyball that. Mm-hmm. I mean, blew them out of the water as far as, as far as I'm concerned. So it's not, you know, Cheney said it's exciting. I mean, it's, and it's, you know, I don't, I don't think, you know, you have some of the TV, you know, more availability TV stations and, and it's being televised more now, but, you know, I've begun looking forward to someone watching some of these female, you know, basketball and volleyball, softball and, and whereas before it was, you know, I'm sticking to the the meat and potatoes, right? College football, college basketball. Mm-hmm. And it's just been, it's been a treat, you know, it's been fun yeah. to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what advice now for, if we're talking to specifically to high school and college athletes, as they start to focus on, you know, their brand building uh, and positioning themselves for possible NIL deals, what advice would you give them? Um, I think I would go back to the, the daily um, piece of it, you know, just remembering that you are building your brand daily, even through the small routines that you're doing. Um, you know, how do you like, what is your logo? How do you want to look? You know, that that is a piece to, you know, how you get ready in the morning. It might not seem like it, but what are you portraying to your audience? Um, as well as your reputation and how you treat other people, you know, that's that is a piece of your brand. So I think really remembering that um, it's not all about everything that you put on social media, but also just how you're interacting with people daily. Yeah. Well, you're real, real interactions, right? With yes. real people, live people. Exactly. Face, that That's, sort of yeah. stuff. that That's stuff true. still happens. Right. Yes. Remember it, that. It so. does still happen. Yes. <laughs> all right. So Torian, so in thinking of terms of, of the athlete development for life, after sports, right? And that's coming up for you, whether you know you may go to the WNBA or it's what is what's next, right? right. Mm-hmm. What do you hit what do you wish you had more support on? Um, I would say finding really the route that I want to just because I'm still figuring that out and I know that takes time, but I think also with other athletes that are struggling, maybe, you know, what do I want to do? 
um, I think that there could be um, help in that route. And also just resume building. I think my my coaches actually have us go through workshops on that. But I think um, possibly other universities, that's not as much of a focus. My coach is very um, prominent about what we're doing after college, building um, who we are and building our resumes. Um, so I think that could be another resource that's worked on. Yeah, I agree. I mean, when we, we work with athletic departments and teams across the country, I think it's 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 that you, you nailed it, Satori. It's you've spent so much time focusing on school and then getting ready for the season. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you know, you play your last game, you wake up the next morning and somebody else is wearing your number. And mm-hmm. and it's like, all right, now what do I do versus you know, it's been compartmentalized for so long versus building that parallel path, parallel opportunities while you're focusing on academics and and ball. You can at the same time start doing some of this stuff. And NIL to to us, I think is really a gateway to being able to uh, build up that resume with experience that's relevant to companies that you may not have had you know, without NIL or, or, you know, being able to, I mean, because you're working out during the the summer and you've got practices and you can't necessarily do the traditional internships that non-student athletes can do. And so it's kind of that, you know, it's giving you that platform to be able to get some real, real world experience. Yes, for sure. All right. This is a commercial for you. So when, for the businesses that are listening, why mm-hmm. are you good uh, to partner with? I I really care about my audience and I think that that just shows that the effort that I'm going to be putting into the partnership for whichever brand I'm working with I'm going to do my best work because I truly care about um sharing great content, a great product, a great service with my audience and I don't want to share anything with them that's not going to help them, not going to entertain them, not you know, is just not beneficial to them because it's not going to be beneficial to me or the brand that I'm working with. So um, I really want my my passion to come through as well. So I'm going to be, you know, organized with it, put my great foot, my best foot forward. And um, yeah, I I hope to work with some great brands. Damn, well said. I love it. <laughs> thank you. Well said. We put you on the spot there. So uh, Satori, hey, thank you for spending some time with us in between class, in between games. Um, how can people, if they're looking for you, how can they find you? Um, you can find my Instagram at Satori Tannen, uh, all lowercase, or YouTube is just Satori Tannen, um, as well as my TikTok is Satori Tan without the I-N at the end, and Twitter, Satori Tannen. Awesome. Thank you for joining us on NIL Undressed. As always, every like, subscribe, share, and comment is greatly appreciated.